Welcome to the Self Fullness Podcast, a show that teaches self care to the givers of the world. In this podcast, we highlight the eight dimensions of self care and the various ways self care creates a greater sense of self awareness. This ultimately leads to better decision making for yourself. When you know better, you do better. And now, here's your host, Eddie, the self care guy. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Selffulness Podcast, where we dive deep into the transformative power of self-care. I am your host, Eddie, also known as the Self-Care Guy, and today we are exploring a topic that I struggle with sometimes, but I'm so much better at it now, and that is the art of letting go. Now, before we delve into the how, let's understand the why. Letting go is a profound act of self-care. It's about releasing the grip on things that no longer serve us, allowing space for growth, healing, and abundance in our lives. I have to admit at this very moment that I can be, or used to be more so, a serial holder-on. I would hold on to old conversations with comebacks that I wish I used when I was talking in the moment. I would hold on to feelings that I would receive from people who would have hurt me, hoping that one day they would circle a block and come back around and, you know, make amends. But how could they if I never said anything? So often we hold on to negative energy, regrets, and resentments, thinking that somehow they're going to protect us or give us that closure that I spoke of earlier. But in reality, all it does is stifle us. All it does is weigh us down and prevents us from living fully. And I want to live a full life. I hope that this self-care podcast encourages you to want to live a full life. And I hope that you know or you someday get ready real soon to let go of the past And embrace the present. It's easy, I would say, to hold on to things. Sometimes, and I know that for most people, especially me, I remember, (laughs) I'll give you the story. I remember I used to work at Sunderland Rehabilitation, you know, it's a mental health hospital. And the day that I was leaving, my patient said to me, Russell, you can't leave things undone. And that stuck with me today. It was so funny in the moment. But honestly, she asked the question. And for me, that was almost like a statement. I can't leave things undone. I've always been a person who responded better to limits. And so once you tell me what the limit is, then I know how to proceed further. But I am realizing in my big age, I've recently turned 30 heaven. I've recently learned that letting go of things, despite not having that closure that you sought, really releases so much 
you breathe better, you think clearer, you move with an authority that an assurance that you did what you were supposed to do. I have this thing where I tell people in relationships that whenever I get into a relationship or get out of a relationship, I would have given it 110%. You want to know why? Because once you gave everything, once you gave what needed to be given, you have no space to worry about how it's perceived when you know within yourself that you gave everything that you could possibly give to that person, that job, that relationship, that situation. Because the thing about self-care is that self-care is an act of self-preservation. And as you preserve yourself, you align with the notion that you are or you have given all that you needed to, all that you could have. And as you preserve yourself, you can't go further than that. You can't go further than that. I've had instances where I've been pushed beyond my brief. Pushed to the limit. And every time I am pushed to the limit... I always end up, and once the limit has been established, once I go past that limit, I always find myself taking so much more time to recover from what just transpired. And in the act of self-care, I want to encourage all of you, know what, you, what, what your limit is. Know how far you need to go in every situation. And the thing about it is, there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. And in that book, it talks about the premise of the book really speaks about how trauma that happens to you is recorded in your body. And sometimes, you know, in the act of self-care, because we are so hard to let things go, we hold on to things and then we find that our shoulders become tense. We find that our stomachs become nauseous. We find that um, parts of our bodies just ache unexplainably. And it's really because we've been pushed to our limit. Stress is not a good thing. I know people talk about good stress and bad stress, but I believe that no stress is the best stress. So letting go allows us to release the negative energy Letting go allows us to release that resentment. And once you released it, once you release it, there's no there's no need to look at it. There's no need to pull it up. There's no need to circle a block and come back at it. No, no, no. Letting go allows us to move forward. Sometimes we hold on to bricks and chains and all of these things weigh us down and the thing about have you I don't know if you have ever been a well we've all been children before, but whenever you're pulling something, you always tend to look back at it to make sure that the path that that thing that you're pulling is clear because it actually causes more friction or it causes more of an effort to pull it if the path is clear. 
But there's an even more clearer path. The path of just letting it go. If you drop that chain, if you drop that brick that you're pulling behind you because somebody said something that you didn't like, someone did something to you in a relationship, someone spoke to you in a, in a way that's unbefitting of the dignity and the divinity that you are, it, it hurts. It truly, it truly hurts. And I think more than anything, this is where one, we exercise self-compassion, forgiving ourselves for holding on to things far longer than we needed to, and then forgiving the person. Now, I won't lie to you. <laughs> Forgiveness ain't no easy. <laughs> That's not in the least bit an easy thing to do. Trust me, I've had to forgive some people for some things. And when I tell you, even release, even in forgiveness, that's like letting... Forgiveness is like the first step of letting go because you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive the person and then you have to forgive yourself. Forgiveness is almost like an acknowledgement. Well, not almost like, but it actually is an acknowledgement of what you've been doing. And sometimes we find it hard to forgive ourselves because we've been holding on to things for so long. We've not mastered the art of letting go. I think the more we grow and the more we move into our spaces of actualization and then fulfillment, self-fulfillment, we find ourselves a little, it, like it's almost like beating, beating the bigger boss. Every level of forgiveness teaches us how to forgive more quickly and more fully. I've, ma I've not mastered the art of forgiveness, but I have. I've not mastered the art of letting go completely, but I've mastered the art of forgiveness. And for me, it's all in, it's all in the same, to be honest. To forgive is to let go. Sometimes... I don't forget. I have I have the memory of an elephant. I will not forget. But you know what? I also remember that I have forgiven. And then I move on. It's not easy. It's not easy. I've read countless times that the world can truly be a cruel place. But it is your light. It is your light. In the corner that you stand, it is your responsibility to light up your corner. And we can't be piling up things in that corner. As a matter of fact, baby ain't supposed to be in the corner. No way. But it's important to release things. So simple stuff. So some simple steps to releasing releasing and letting go is again self-compassion i want to encourage all of you to be gentle with yourself even as you navigate the process of letting go whatever stage that you're at self-compassion is key because i think when you are when you give yourself compassion you find it easier to give compassion to others. I remember when I was in Ireland, I had a client and his partner. She always told me 
Whenever you're making a decision, think of this. What is the most loving and compassionate response or answer to your to your question? I took it further and I said, what is the most loving and compassionate response? First, for myself, and then for the person. And sometimes you'll find that they don't really match up. And I say this because you are using yourself. You're using your heart. You're using your soul. You're using your essence. You're using your divinity to define how you forgive and release any hurt, any pain, any circumstance, or anything um, that you need to let go. You are using yourself as the barometer. You are the standard for how you forgive. And sometimes we might think to ourselves that some people aren't deserving of forgiveness. But in truth, everybody is. More than anything, (laughs) you are deserving of forgiveness. You are deserving of those moments where you weren't your best self to yourself. You are deserving of forgiveness for not allowing yourself to say the things that you needed to say and do the things that you needed to do for yourself. You are deserving of forgiveness for not picking up for yourself or standing up for yourself in those moments where you felt like the decision that you made was the decision that you had to. You deserve forgiveness. Everyone does. And once you give yourself that forgiveness, release it. Release whatever it is so that you're able to move into the fullness. Something just came to me and I want to share it. It's It says, the thought I just had was... Let's move into the other side of forgiveness. Let's see what that looks like. So, you know, I like to, I think I like to do this at the end of every episode. And I want you to try something. I want you to write down something that you've been holding on to. And I want you to write down all of the feelings that you've been feeling with this particular thing. And then turn the paper over and I want you to write down what it would feel like and look like, taste like, what it would sound like, what would your life look, feel, taste, sound, all of that, all of the senses. Let's make this a multi-sensory experience. Write down all the things that you would feel if you were to let whatever it is that you wrote on the previous side of the paper if you were to let it go and I want you to decide for yourself which one feels better that's it I think it's important for us to forgive ourselves and forgive people because in doing that we are able to let go 
So, as we wrap up this episode, I encourage you to reflect on what you're holding on to and how it's impacting your life. Remember that letting go is not a one-time event. And it's, <laughs> it, it, it definitely takes time. It takes revisiting as well sometimes. But that's okay. Because you would have started a process of healing. And healing is where we want to be. That's the whole premise of self-care. Self-care is about healing who you are by way of taking care of yourself. So remember, it's not a one-time event. It's a continuous practice of self-care and self-compassion. So until next time, stay selfful, my friends, and take care of yourselves. Eddie out. <laughs>